welcome my faithful and loyal <coughs> readers and listeners. Welcome to another segment of Verse of the Day. <coughs> Today's verse comes from First John 1, 9, which says if we confess our sins, he is faithful <coughs> and righteous to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So God is more than willing to forgive us for the ways we have offended Him and defied His standards. After all, that is why He sent His Son, Jesus, to die in our place and pay the penalty for our sins. But in order to receive His forgiveness, we must willingly admit that we have gone our own way and defied God. We must then submit to Jesus' authority and allow Him to purify our lives spiritually. God's response to such humility and surrender is consistent with His faithful character and forgiving nature. He will keep His promises by providing complete forgiveness and restoring us to a right relationship with Himself and by purifying us from the guilt and destruction of sin. God does this so we can relate to Him in holiness. In today's Bible readings are Leviticus 27, 14 through 34, in Numbers chapter 1, Mark 11, 1 through 26, Psalm 46, 1 through 11, and Proverbs 10, 23. group of men were set up at the temple so that the people coming in 
pouring money with its taken images of it into a form of currency that did not have a graven image on it. Because the Roman issue coins were accepted. Because the Roman issue coins weren't acceptable within the confines of the temple to pay the various fees and fines that were involved in temple worship. Now, before we go any further, we need to understand one thing. And one thing is this. I have a bad thing. In fact, it is a good thing. Because as this process that I have just described it, because as this process, the way this process works, as I just described it, is actually facilitating worship and not about making money. However, as I am sure you are aware, based on the passage, the simple process that I just described, where these started out 
the money changers began to charge fees for facilitating the worship of God. So too did the sellers begin to overprice their goods. So what exactly are we talking about when we say overprice their goods? So these sellers had originally set up these booths to in the temple. Because of this, um, they originally only charged those who bought from them what they, the sellers, paid for these animals. Basically, in essence, or in essence, what this means is that the sellers of the animals in the temple's court, temple courts started off as a non-profit organization. It means they started off without a goal of making a profit. They started off with a goal of helping people. So they only charged enough to cover the cost of providing that animal and nothing more. But later, it morphed into a for-profit business. Notice the difference in terms. One is a non-profit organization. One is a business. So a business is all about making money. It's all about making a profit. However, that was not the only thing going on with these sellers. Because you see, the sellers and the money changers were now working together. Working together. So what do I mean by that? So originally, the sellers took the coin graven. That's what they used to pay for their wares. And to work with the money changers. This cooperation between the sellers and the money changers. That Jesus had the biggest, the biggest problem with. Because we have already, because we have already learned the money changers are charging high for exchanging for the official temple coin. And once they begin to t uh, for the official temple coin, but once the the money changers got together, the entire changed, the and everything changed. Because once the sellers started working together with the money changers, the sellers began to only take temple coin. And when they began taking temple coin, they had to use the money changers to convert the useless temple coin into the coin of the realm. Because these sellers were driving business towards the money changers, they bought back their at a very good rate. So instead of saying you get one temple coin for two coins, now we'll give you, you give us one temple coin and we'll give you three, four, five, six coins. This essentially may, what this means is that both sides make money off of this entire operation. This was essentially an organized 
sacrifice to offer. 
shows his passion for true holiness and the people who came to Jerusalem for the Passover feast in the case of this passage from Mark and in the other Jewish feast where animals were needed for ritual sacrifices. needed animals for ritual sacrifices, but the temple area was not the appropriate place for the merchants. The key word here is merchants, because that's what these people had become. They had become merchants. They were no longer facilitating worship. They had now become businessmen, conducting business within God's house. Been conducting business the money changers took advantage of the people who needed to exchange their foreign currency so they could pay the annual temple tax. And the temple courts had also become a shortcut for business people carrying their merchandise to the other side of the city. So it seemed that at this time the entire temple area had become a marketplace overrun with business traffic. Which seems to be the case with the church today. Don't we all agree on that? Right? So, we're no longer interested in facilitating worship. We're more interested in making ourselves comfortable. We're more interested in fulfilling our needs. We're more interested in making things, facilitating things to provide for the things we want and the things of God and introducing people to God. Jesus, however, makes it clear that God's house was meant to be a special place where God's people could meet with him for prayer and worship. It must not be disrespected and corrupted by making it a center for social gatherings, selling merchandise, financial advancement, which is what the sellers and the money changers were guilty of. They had made it a center instead of a center of worship. They had made it a center of business. They were so interested in making money. They were so interested in taking care of their needs and their wants that they had forgotten that the house of God is supposed to be a place of worship where people who are far from God are people who need a renewal of their trust in God can come, can come to meet God. So the outer court of the, the, the temple where all of this was taking place was called the court of the Gentiles, the only place where people of other nations who were not Jewish could gather for worship and prayer. All of the activity going on there made prayer and worship nearly impossible. So not only were the vendors taking advantage of people, also leaving foreigners spending time with God. This was their greatest crime. In Jesus' actions, assured all people access to the place of worship, which is the takeaway from today's passage. Every person should have access to the place of worship.
gun's house. A den of thieves or den of robbers. And it makes you just as guilty as the sellers and the money changers. And tomorrow's Bible readings are numbers 2 through 3, Mark 11, 27 through 12, 17, Psalm 47, 1 and Proverbs 10, 24 through 25.